Hello, welcome. This is Resume Review with Ed Gallo for the Fight Site. This is a show where I review, like it sounds like, um, some of the best wins of a fighter's career. Um, why is this unique and why is this different from other commentaries? Um, my commentaries are focused on analyzing the loser. So essentially, to evaluate a win, to watch the fight, obviously, and you're trying to see how hard was it to beat the other person. Um, what was their win condition? How were they approaching it? How did their tools, tactics, attributes all contribute to pursuing that win condition? Um, that might sound complicated in theory, but it makes a lot of sense when you start watching the fights and applying this process. I think anyone can do it. You just have to have an eye for it. And um, maybe an understanding of that fighter as well could be helpful. So you don't have to guess what their condition is and you have more information to go off of. Um, so yeah, this episode is going to be about Patricio Pitbull, uh, the Bellator. I think he's the double champion right now, a lightweight and featherweight champion. He's about to defend his featherweight title against AJ McKee. Um, he's one of the greatest fighters of all time. I have a top 100 list that I've been working on. He's, he's in there. He's in the top 30, I believe he's pretty high. Um, he, he just has a nice, uh, list of scalps. Honestly, Bellator's featherweight division has been very solid. Sorry. It's toasty. Um, Bellator's featherweight division has been very solid for a long time. He's had a lot of tough competition. Um, guys like Pat Curran, uh, you might not know Daniel Strauss, but Daniel Strauss was very good for a time. Um, and then like someone like Daniel Weichel was, was pretty much in his prime when they fought. He was very tough. Um, Emmanuel Sanchez is a recent challenger who I'm really impressed by. And um, yeah, guys like uh, AJ McKee, Michael Chandler, obviously is a great win. Um, they, they all contribute to his resume. So it's very strong. And I'm sure if I watched every single fight, I could probably find others that, that would impress me. Um, so yeah, we're going to watch uh, a couple of his fights, do some evaluations. Then maybe we'll do more in a subsequent episode. He's had a lot of five rounders. Um, so I'm not going to watch a bunch of five rounders, but we're going to start with two. The first fight we're going to watch is uh, Patricio Pitbull um, defending his title versus Pat Curran. Um, Pat Curran had actually defeated him to take the belt. No, it was for the belt the first time. It was uh, Pitbull's first, yeah, his first title shot. Um in 2013, actually, it was a split decision uh, that Pat Curran won. Pat Curran was pretty elite for a long time. I think I, I did a review of his fight with Eddie Alvarez, uh, my Eddie Alvarez greatest of all time article. Um, and he, he was impressive back then. He only got better, and the weight change was really good for him because uh, he had a physical advantage in the division. Uh, so, yeah, this is a year later uh, at Bellator 123. Uh, so we're going to watch that. Hopefully it's a good version of Pat Curran. Uh, I would hate to show you a Pat Curran fight if it's your first time seeing him where he's not good, but I can't really predict that. Um, so yeah, uh, unlike previous episodes um, where I've you know gone off fight pass <laughs> to do the recordings, um, this is not going to be very accessible. Um, most of these fights are not on Bellator's website, unfortunately, which is crazy because they, they seem to upload everything, but now there's a bunch of fights missing. And I think they only started doing it a few years ago, which is fair. Um, so you're not going to be able to follow along unless you have a copy of the fights or the events, which you're probably not going to have. So if you're listening to this as a podcast, not watching the video, you're not going to be able to see it. <laughs> so if you subscribe to the fights out on Patreon for only $3, um, that's the lowest tier. 
you get access to all of our exclusive video content. There is a lot. It's a lot of content. Uh, there's probably something forever. There's a, there's a lot of different types of commentaries. There's podcasts, um, this documentary. There's a lot you don't know that that's on there. Not just MMA, a lot of wrestling content, boxing and Muay Thai, um, and more to come. And, you know, pretty soon I'm going to be uh, hanging up my, my writing hat. Is that how you say that? I'm not going to write anymore. Uh, after the Olympics, that's going to be the end. Uh, for me, for having a sort of consistent output as an author, um, I'm going to focus on this stuff, you know, making video content and podcasts and hanging out with you guys. So there's going to be a lot more on Patreon uh, to that point. So you should uh, be excited about that. And this video is courtesy of Ryan. He, he got me the, uh, the footage and it is a Russian stream, which is awesome because the commentary is in Russian. <laughs> other episodes i've also like gone back and forth and done uh you know like uh slow-mo back and forth uh, to watch things that's gonna be really hard to do <laughs> with, with like a video native on my computer not with any sort of official software um but we'll see what happens okay so yeah we're gonna watch uh the rematch between uh patricio pitbull and pat curran uh from 2014 and I hope you enjoy it. And I hope it's working also. I'm recording, I'm screen sharing. There you go. It looks good. All right, let's do it. So we're evaluating Pat Curran. And the quality is not great, but we'll, we'll make do. <laughs> so Curran uh, is mostly a counter puncher. Um, but he can get off some nice leads as well. Likes to operate at range because he's utilizing his length. He's a good wrestler. He's a good grappler, um, but it just really depends from opponent to opponent if that's going to be part of his strategy. Um, so we're basically just going to look at his striking tactics. He's picking up people from the outside using long tools, um, but we'll see how he responds to any offense from Patricio. He's poking that hand out there, maybe trying to provoke something or intercept a jab. Just give him a look. Uh, nice. Uh, backs him up with that lead and, and kicks the leg to Pitbull. Um, so we'll see if Kern develops responses to those leads. Um, right now, they're just trading kicks for the most part. Pitbull, obviously, the more aggressive, powerful kicker. Uh, nice pivot by Pitbull to get back to center and avoid that shot. So there's that advance again. Curran backs up the same way he did before, but there's no low kick at the end. So his response didn't really change. Yeah, he's still been backing straight up. So theoretically, Patricio Pitbull should be able to continue to hit that same lead and end with a low kick, but we'll see what happens here. Yeah, there's there's another low kick coming in and uh, that skip up feint. Uh, he slips and almost falls back on his butt, but recovers well. Just Curran gets his guard up nicely there to avoid that overhand. So yeah, this is not an atypical start for Curran. Like I said, he's a counterpuncher, so he does need to make some reads. And Pitbull's been leading pretty safely. And there's a nice uh, overhand counter attempt uh, off a naked kick from Pitbull. So good timing, good reflexes by, by Curran uh, to hit that. And to safely navigate Pitbull's offense, too. There's, I mean, he's, he's throwing hard and he's, you know, been pretty reactive, which is dangerous, but seems to be well-equipped to do it so far. Obviously, competency is something that he's demonstrating, uh, even if the uh, the tactics aren't super clear yet. But you know, he seems 
good, right? <laughs> you can't tell a lot until, um, you know, situations start to open up. So a little lead from him, but backs out when he sees he's not hitting and there's a counter from Pitbull that he avoids. Showing his jab a little more now. It's jab from Pitbull. Yeah, Kurt, oh, nice. <laughs> they both land jabs there as, as Curran steps in, uh, but Pitbull's landed harder, clearly. Um, yeah, Curran doesn't get greedy in these exchanges. If he didn't land, um, he's not going to chase it. If he gets hit, he's not going to make sure to try to hit you back. He, he knows uh, where he wins. Nice 3-2 lead there. And covered that distance very well. Backed Pitbull up. Nice. Uh, hit the inside low kick and slip back out on the counter. It was low. It was a groin shot, but conceptually it was nice uh so current's going to mostly be an outfighter here so we're going to assess his ability based on outfighting essentially um so being able to you know navigate space on the back foot and get your range again and use long tools to enforce that range maybe walk people into things if they do try to pressure oh a nice body lead from current and actually i do want to go back and analyze this wrestling sequence if possible i'm not gonna be able to slow it down but i'm just gonna have to do a lot of starting and stopping so nice uh, body hook lead uh, into, you know, high level attacks there, but also amazing from Pitbull uh, that he essentially timed him coming up on that combination uh, to hit that double while, while Kern was swinging high. So good, good, smart entry and really good footwork there <clears throat> to uh, turn the corner and, and chase that angle on the double from Pitbull, good footwork uh, as a wrestler and rechanges levels and is going to shoot straight again into the cage. Um, and Kern did get an underhook in on that right side and looks like he's going to, uh, he was thinking about cross-facing, but I think he already felt that he had no legs underneath him anymore. His legs were collected. So he's switching off uh, to rear standing just to get his base back so he can get up as soon as possible. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, now he's just going to hopefully look to fight the hands to peel off that rear standing position. Pitbull's going to put one hook in. Don't reach back. Reaching back is not good. So there's that mat return. So ah, but Pitbull gets high and Curran gets up and punches him and hits him on the break there. So uh, just my thoughts on that sequence. It was good. I mean, it was good from both of them, honestly. I think Curran made a couple of mistakes, but like someone like Corey Sandhagen, um, the mistakes were on purpose, essentially. He he already knew he was beaten in certain situations, and he moved on to the next one. He said, I'm not going to defend the shot. He's in too deep. He's got my legs. I'm going to go rear standing and get up. Uh, reaching back, I think he's one of he's probably used to being able to scramble with people more, but with a shorter person like that, he was going to get body locked. Um, and predictably he did get Matt return, but he was good scrambling up bottom and Pitbull got overzealous trying to take the back. So good competency there too. And good tactics for keeping the fight in the feet, right? Uh, just break the situation as soon as possible. Keep it moving, keep it scrambling. So you can either get on top or get out to get back to what you were doing. So very smart approach. Everything makes sense so far from, from current. That's really what we're looking for. The attributes are obvious. He's fast. He's going to be well-conditioned. He looks strong. Nice 1-1-2 uh, one, one, attempt, but Pitbull just gets out of the way. Yeah, very relaxed approach from Curran. He's very comfortable on his feet. Oh, nice, nice level changing. Uh, hits the body there as Pitbull swings. So he's starting to get a beat on uh pitbull's trigger is nice and he almost hit, <laughs> intercepted that level change too with an uppercut uh so he's getting a pretty good read on on the way pitbull moves and his strike selection uh and starting to build in some some counters um and, and get some some bigger landings oh really nice explosive entry there uh tags current through his gloves uh from pitbull so he's a little bit slower but nice counter there from current too off the guard 
he's nice with that. Hits the hands there. Yeah, I'm impressed with Curran. I mean, it's a slow start, but I'm still impressed with the, the skill and uh, tactics he's displayed this far and just takes that in the shoulder. He knows his distance so well. Yeah, nice, nice. Comes right back at, out of range, pops in with his jab. So he only goes as far back as he as he needs to. He's not giving up a ton of space. I'd like to see what happens if someone would try to pressure him more aggressively. Um, you know, how does he control space? Um, does he go back super far? What's his, you know, ring craft look like with the cage? But I like what I see so far. I don't know if he won that round necessarily. Probably not. Um, I think Pitbull probably landed slightly more and his shots were all pretty hard. But that was a really close round. Um so yeah, I, I like his tactics so far. He doesn't necessarily need to adjust anything, just the activity level is going to pick up. It's just going to be a matter of winning more situations. Um, that seems to be what his what his deal is. And interesting that sharing the screen here does not have my face in it, but that's okay. <laughs> and it also doesn't have the uh, share screen. I don't know. I'm getting nervous about this. Like it's not working. One more time. I'm just going to pause and check on things. Let's try again. I'm pretty sure it's working. I guess, I don't know. When I upload this, I guess I'll find out. Um, it's just a different, different technology than I'm used to using, so it's not reacting the way I'm used to, so I'm a little nervous, but we'll see. We'll see. Maybe I'll do these as two separate recordings, the two fights, and splice them together just for safety. Yeah, I'm nervous, but I'm going to commentate the rest of this fight, and it is what it is. Round two starting here. Back to the inside low kicking from Curran. It's pretty snappy. And if it is going to draw any counters out from, from Pitbull, I guess uh, we'll see how Curran deals with them when and if they come. But nothing so far, so it doesn't really have to adapt to that. Oh, <laughs> timing a jumping knee entry, and Pitbull got, got a read on that. Um, looks like it was going to be pretty explosive and probably land and, and utilize his height well. Yeah, Pitbull does change levels a lot and, and duck into his strikes, so it was a good idea, but Pitbull's a really good counter puncher as well. Oh, and I slipped off out, uh, inside and hit that overhand. The current that was nice, nice counter and a little dart there. Maybe learn that from Alvarez from that fight. Yeah, good boxing so far from from current though. Oh, nice slipped inside that one, ducked into that and hit hit a counter. But both hit each other on that uh clinch situation. And adaptation and how long someone can hold up across a fight is very important. Uh, but current's whole style is kind of adapting. So that's something I would definitely trust him to do. And I know he's well-conditioned. Oh, nice. <laughs> they both jab there, but uh, Pitbull's backs off Curran. Nice little feint there. And throws the real combination, but Curran just backs off. Yeah, when you're dealing with a good counter puncher like this, it's not so simple as to just throw more and push him back more because you don't want to open yourself up to getting hit clean. Oh, nice uh, straight counter off uh, Curran's low kick. So that's what I was looking for. Before he's thrown it so many times, you know, I was wondering when Pitbull was going to find the uh, the timing on that. So let's see if Curran you know faints more, or is more defensively responsible when he throws it. It's hard to be. That's a really vulnerable strike. And you have length. Oh, nice, nice level change and uh, slip off to avoid that shot into 
clinch and nice knee there off the break and another shot off the break. Yeah, so Curran works really well transitionally, and look at slipping off there to land that hook. Yeah, I mean, his uh, his built-in head movement and his combinations is very solid. You would wish he did it more when he jabbed, though. He's pretty stationary when he jabs. A very snappy striker. Oh, nice. Booted the leg out there to Pitbull. He's uh, very powerful. Good performance by both guys so far, really. I'm impressed. Some lateral movement there from Pitbull and uh, dips under Curran's entry. Every everything's on the gloves and the guard there from Pitbull. Nice job. Curran showing him a little level change. Oh, there's a intercepting kick attempt by Pitbull, but Curran got a straight through him. Pitbull lands everything on that entry because he caught Curran while he was backing up and then timed his, uh, his entry while Curran was already, oh, there's a nice intercepting check hook. Caught him coming in. I mean, Pitbull's got a ton of power, and he's banging him off the uh, off the collar ties there. Curran gets back to center. And now he's pressuring hard, and he shoots on Pitbull, shoots him into the cage, but Pitbull got underhooks and turned him off. And Curran tries to prolong the situation, keeping a hold of him. Oh, nice trip while he was kneeing. Oh, and like a huge knee off the collar tie. That was great. Great work from, from Curran. Like I said, he's really good in transitions. He just got rocked, and he's doing that. Um, but he's really good, good at turning situations into scoring. There's a level change uppercut and a nice clean hook off the break. Uh, Pitbull's power is really helping him out here because Curran's landing clean a ton. Um, but when when Pitbull lands comparably clean on Curran, it's it's different. Um, it's hurting him. And he's got a good chin, but it's not the same dynamic of chin and power uh, from one guy to the other. But he's doing good at uh, turning his punches into, into uh, tie-ups. And using those tie-ups to knee with a shorter man, which is smart. He uses his length very well. He understands his game. Oh, nice jab into the hook, and then he ends it with the knee. So he's really mixing these knees in now, using it as a more consistent tool. And there's a nice low kick from Pitbull that doesn't seem to affect current as much as some of the other ones did. He, uh, he had his leg uh, a little bit turned out, the way his stance was. A little heavier on the leg. And a nice slip there from Pitbull, counter attempt, but Curran's aware of it. Yeah, there's good presence. Presence in the pocket. Press. Oh, nice, and catches Pitbull straight there while he's kicking. Pitbull's got a great chin himself. Stress. Uh, there we go. Oh, beautiful. Lever, lever punching uh, comes in, level changes, hook to the body, and then hooks to the head right after. And there's a nice little hook combination from Pitbull to the body. Really good boxing from both guys. It's a great fight. Curran jabbing him. A little faint there. Oh. <laughs> oh. Wow. What a sequence. Let's go back and look at that again. <laughs> so fakes a little level change. You know, gets low in his stance, comes back to normal resets, looking casual, looking nonchalant. That really explosive right hook uh, just pops right into it. And you know, that's, that's something you have to load up your legs for. So that motion that he gave him before, um, same deal, you know, that that's a motion that could lead into the right hook. So same, same principles as setting up wrestling, honestly, is you need to show them the stance and the motion that's going to lead into a shot saying it's going to lead into a punch. Um, you know, just fainting principles in long-term. So hits that hook and then comes back in flying switch knee, bicycle knee, um, again, exploiting that, that Pitbull ducks a lot defensively and, and changes his levels and is shorter than him. Uh, but that's something he looked for before in the fight, and uh, Pitbull actually countered him on that. But now he had him more defensive. 
um, after that hook entry, hits that, turns it into a frame right as soon as he lands, uh, hits him off the frame, and then switch knee in through the guard. Beautiful. And was about to keep continue that chain. So Curran, a really good clinch fighter, um, really good transitional offense, good boxer, got off the back foot, good kicks, uh, good attributes. I mean, he's, he's really good. He's really good. Um, like Chin, probably the worst thing he's shown so far, honestly. Maybe a little bit of his wrestling defense uh, could use some work. But, um, I mean, everything has been at a high level that I've seen. Um, it's an impressive fight. Uh, you know, Bellator is interesting because they have some really terrible fighters. They'll pretend are elite for their divisions, and then they have some genuinely elite fighters. And because they give everyone the same treatment, if you didn't have an eye for it, you wouldn't know who the actual elite fighters are. But th- this is, these are the ones. These are the best fighters that Bellator has ever had. I think is their featherweights. You could say like Chandler and Alvarez for sure, but you know, that was two guys. <laughs> and then I know that Chandler lost to Will Brooks, but it's complicated. Uh, yeah, that trip timed off the knee was so good from Curran. And he hit him right off that that situation too. You know, capitalized. So Curran's pretty opportunistic as well. He's an interesting fighter, man, because normally like guys who are more reactive counterfighters, uh, you know, try to outfight. I don't like them. <laughs> but uh he's he's good. He's he's fairly active. He uses his tools well at range, and then he punishes really well and he has interesting entries. Once he gets a better read on what your counter attempts are going to look like and what your leads are going to look like. Um, so he makes his reads really well and uh, comes up with interesting solutions to, to get his entries off. And there's a level change from current into double underhooks. And there's an outside trip attempt there hits a knee to the body and a little elbow attempt off the break. Uh, so current had, had plans, you know what I mean? For that clinch and exchange. Um, as soon as he had those double underhooks, he was the one that was controlling what happened next. Pitbull was just trying to react to him. So Curran's a better clinch fighter. You can tell from those kinds of situations. Nice. So they both land jabs there. Curran hand fought a little bit off Pitbull's jab to get his off. That's nice. Oh, nice. Uh, that body hook at the elbow there. Yeah, I would say Curran one round two. Well, uh, wasn't it the one that Pitbull rocked him in? Maybe I'm being blinded. These have been very close rounds, though. Like, if you scored both rounds a draw, that would be okay. Oh, nice. Uh Curran gets his strikes off as Pitbull's kicking. Pitbull lands the kick, and Curran gets a one-two off regardless. Oh, nice jab. Snaps the head back, and there goes jab hook. Yeah, but really good head movement from Pitbull, even though he was uh, Curran was playing off of what he thought his head movement would be, and he still managed to avoid most of it. So impressive skills. Oh, nice right hook there from, from Curran. He really slings that thing, and he steps in and snaps it off really hard. Uh, nice hooking entry to to get uh, the high guard up from Curran, and then straight through the middle from Pitbull. No, a nice slip into the clinch and shot off the break. That was really, really well done. I'm super impressed. It's probably one of the highest level fights I've seen on the feet. Um, top 20. <laughs> <laughs> Old start there from Pitbull. Yeah, Curran throwing out that lead hand, encouraging him to, to lead now. There's that body hook entry. Oh, and Pitbull catches him coming back up into his stance. Rocks him, but oh, wow. Even while rocked, the head movement. Oh, Uchimata. When <laughs> Curran just gets right back up. Nice, nice body hooks from that, uh, that loose underhook from Pitbull. That was a really beautiful sequence. I am going to go back actually and check that out again. Um, it was amazing. So 
Curran's been doing this a bunch, right? Because body hook entry is going to kind of slip out to that side, like pivot and reset his stance. And uh, I think Pitbull didn't get the elbow down now, and he's got the elbow down a few times, which means he has the read on him. Like he knows, he knows what it looks like. He knows that's one of Curran's favorite leads now. So takes it on the arms or just takes it in general. And then as Curran comes back up into his stance, same side that the hook was on, that's where he gets his counter hook through because he knows the hands can be low there. That's a really crazy awareness and, and just pop uh, to hit that counter from Pitbull. And Curran, the recovery is amazing. Um, look at that. <laughs> Swings back and rolls under. Um, and then there's the Uchimata um, from Pitbull. That was crazy. Crazy sequences. But yeah, I guess Pitbull rocked him last round too. I think it was round two um, and this round. So I can definitely see why he wins the decision, but I think these rounds are all going to be pretty close. These these moments uh, where Pitbull just one really powerful counter through is really is really doing it for him. Oh, nice nice knee into the straight there from Curran because he knows that uh Pitbull's kind of hunched over coming in, walking him down now. Now we get a better look at the ring craft from Curran, and he's a little bit hurt, so he's he's covering up a lot more. Tries that up elbow. He's trying a lot of intercepting tools. To, to back Pitbull off and, and capitalize on him walking forward. There's a lateral, a lateral movement. He got himself a little bit more forward space. There takes that one in the arms. Level change, steps off. Yeah, there, now he's circled back to center. So he played that pretty well, didn't freak out, and, uh, and got Pitbull to back off a little bit, but now he's towards the cage again, so he's going to have to be careful. Nice, slips off and resets. That's good. That's exactly what you should do. Should evade and then use that space you made from evading to get back to center or create space in any direction that you need to go. Oh, a nice counter <laughs> jab hook from uh, Curran. And Curran's definitely more high guarding now, taking things on the arms a bit more. But you know, bigger maneuvers are are, are what got him countered, and I think he's still recovering from getting rocked. <laughs> Honestly, he's trying to take things in the arms more. Swings from space for that body hook. Doesn't want to do that entry again and. Pitbull catches him on the end of that combination. Oh, nice. Yeah, Curran's sitting in front of him a little bit more, just hunting for easier counters. Um, it's just a pretty good adaptation if you need time to <laughs> try to hit a front kick of the middle there. Uh, but yeah, I think Curran needs time. So he's just jabbing and keeping him at range, you know, looking for counters. Oh, shoots on him. Yeah, he definitely wants a break. <laughs> a shot on him from space there. Um, I think he's just trying to get through this round, get a breather, clear his head. Oh, a nice slip uh, from both guys. Exchanging jabs. Just really good presence uh, and head movement from, from both guys in these situations. Curran doesn't always move his head well, but when he's like in a, a sequence and he sees things coming, uh, it's, it's, it's pretty nice. In most of his combinations. Oh, wow. That was cool. He didn't pull that off, but I want to look at it again. <laughs> He's going to slip this. He's going to slip that right hand and level change into an outside trip, uh, knee tap attempt. And uh, really amazing that Pitbull just pushed off on his face and, and said, no, you can't do that. And he's very, very strong. Great hips. Uh, there's that counter hook, slip hook from uh, from Curran. And he's been counter punching really well. He's basically winning more exchanges but the exchanges that Pitbull wins are more meaningful just because of the power differential. And a little bit mechanically, you know, 
Pitbull keeps everything pretty tight. He is a very explosive, very powerful. Um, so it suits his body type well, the way he throws. Um, but same can be said for, for Curran. I mean, I think he, he throws long very well. Um, you know, he did, he's abandoned the knees a little bit. And I think that's mostly a factor of knees make you vulnerable. And most of his knee combinations have been while walking Pitbull down. And he's been on the back foot for most of this because, you know, he got hurt, <laughs> got hurt off his own entry. So he's going to kind of try to take a step back and get away from that a little bit. But yeah, we're trying to recover his stance there, tried to jab to end the sequence safely. And Pitbull was outside of the jab, which is crazy. Um, yeah, it was nuts. So that's three rounds down. Very, very good rounds. Um, round one started a little slow, ended up being a, a good one. Round two was awesome. That round was awesome. Um, it's a great fight. And, and my estimation of Curran uh, really just keeps going up because as a fight develops, more to adaptations are acquired and he doesn't just like lay down and let the fight get away from him. He He's navigating it very well uh, against a really tough matchup for anybody, but for him especially, uh, you're the counter puncher, but this guy can lead really dangerously and he can counter you uh, and he can wrestle you and he's faster than you and he hits harder than you and he's got a better chin than you. Um, so that's a lot you're up against and he's doing so well. Um, and he's got his, his shots picked out. So really well for Pitbull, but he, and he's landing clean a ton. He just cannot hurt him. And he has power. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. Backed him up with that combination, got his guard up through that right hook and then tried to fly knee through the middle. So everything is intentional. These, these combinations are built with intention. I don't think he's coming up with them totally on the fly. I think he just understands the tactics of, you know, straight shots, shut up, set up my wide shots and my wide shots, set up my straight shots. And there it is again, uh, slips off when, when Pitbull throws straight and hits that right hook. It's been very consistently there for him in this fight. They both jab there. And uh, Jimmy Smith has round two for Curran and round one for Pitbull and round three for Pitbull. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not really scoring it that clearly. Um, just trying to analyze Curran's performance, but it's good. It's a good performance. Remember, I was worried that he wouldn't be good in this one. <laughs> I'd show you a bad Curran fight. Uh, didn't happen. There's basically a stretch where he just had banger after banger after banger. Uh, his prime was amazing. And he's fallen off and been less physical and less athletic. And obviously that takes a lot out of you uh, when your style is this busy. Oh, nice. He does well smothering himself, like when they get into those clinch situations. Because when you're in a in tight with a shorter guy, um, you don't want to leave a lot of room because uh, you're going to be thrown wider, and they're going to be able to get inside. See there, Pipple's got the reach, but Curran does well pushing off, getting his head in the chest, jabbing to exit, fainting his jab now a little bit. Not something he did as much before. He you know, he was pawing it out a lot, but he wasn't you know showing the twitch. Um, the short stab. Yeah, Toasty agrees. Nice. Shows that level change goes body hook. Might not have landed, but the idea was good. Yeah, Pitbull slipping and, and parrying jabs now from the outside, but, you know, he's just keeping him busy. He doesn't really have the range to counter those. Step in knee into the right hook. That's nice from Curran. Yeah, Toasty, be quiet, buddy. Oh, my God. It's embarrassing. It's very embarrassing. She hears something outside. All right, Karen jabbing again. 
nice uh, circle out there from Pitbull. He did circle towards the, what the, would have been the right hook, but Curran just kept it kept it chambered. Yeah, slips back out of that one-two's range. Yeah, Curran definitely taking this round more safely as that outside trip again off the underhooks and then knee into the straight shot with the rear hand again from Curran. Really consistent things he's found that are working well for him. And he, he's picked up on the safer weapons and he's just sticking to those. So his approach has been less aggressive than it was in previous rounds, but I think that's good for him. And uh, people caught him simultaneously there a little bit. But yeah, he's picking the safer, the safer road based on what he's seen in these first three rounds, which is really smart. Um, really impressive, either cornering or self-awareness or both. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm impressed. Little rear hand lead from Pitbull. Current walking him down a bit now, honestly. Nice uh, slip counter from, from Pitbull off the jab from Current, but doesn't land clean. Yeah, Pitbull definitely out fighting a lot more now, kind of showing off. <laughs> there's, a, there's a cross counter. Um, that was pretty nice from Pitbull. But yeah, he's he, he's really good too. I mean, obviously, <laughs> to be able to deal with this guy is pretty amazing. Oh, quadrupling up his jab, um, varying levels and speeds. Uh, it's current to throw off uh, Pitbull's head movement, and Pitbull gets back to the first thing that worked for him in the fight, which is moving back and kick his legs. I think he got drawn into this boxing match and uh, forgot that he could do that. <laughs> Oh, nice overhand counter as uh, Kern steps into. Now, Kern's got a good chin. It's just Pitbull hits really hard. He's hooking off the arms there. Nice. Nice from Kern. But yeah, I think what happened was with the low kicking, oh, there's that jab again from Kern, but there's that cross counter from Pitbull. So they both have these issues, right, where they have these things that should work against the other person's defense, but the other person also has these counters that make it hard to, to use that tactic. Um, honestly, fainting is almost always the answer to that is draw out that dangerous counter, then get back to the thing that's going to disrupt their defense. And fainting a jab is probably one of the easiest things to faint. Um, this fight is getting messy, but in a very high-level way. Um, they're both having a lot of success, and Curran's trying to vary his approach a little bit, so he's not throwing as many you know, damaging strikes, and he's getting countered. So I would say he probably lost that round because of all those cross counters and, and the check hooks, because uh, he's trying to jab so much. But you know, he, wasn't, he was varying his jab well, and he was using it a ton, but Pitbull's a really good counterpuncher and has good defense on the back foot and can move his head um, and can parry and can move his feet. So it's not an easy guy to jab. Um, so yeah, I think <laughs> fainting it out will be a little bit better. So that's his problem. And then for Pitbull, he he really wants to just jab, like strike him back and low kick him. It's the first thing he tried to do in the fight uh, with a lot of success. But what happened was Curran started getting better reads on uh, on those lead strikes before the uh, the low kicks and started to intercept those attempts with his own counters, uh, especially the level chain encounter, changing counters and the knees. Um, and he's been countering the low kicks uh, fairly frequently as well. So it's like none of neither of them have tactics that are going to work every time. Um, there just has to be a lot of variance in their approach. It's a very um, stressful <laughs> kind of fight to be in. And to watch if you're rooting for either guy, really. They're, they're both causing each other a lot of problems because they're just really good. Um, it's kind of the bottom line. It's a very interesting kind of matchup. And like I said, this is one of a dozen fights of this of this nature. Not exactly this quality. Oh, nice jabs and back and snaps kick to the body from Curran. But Curran's had a ton of amazing fights like this. Pitbull's fights aren't always as entertaining, but he's always this impressive. 
uh, again, jabs him back and hits that kick to the body. So if, if Pitbull's going to move back, he's going to rely more on his kicking game now. And I think he's going to jab at more range. He's not going to jab in as much to pressure. Oh, reactive single, very explosive uh, from Pitbull. Wow. Whew. That was fast. He is so compact. I believe he just, uh, let's take a look at the finish on that. Wow. Yeah, just waits, times the rhythm of Kern's jabbing, waits for him to do it again. I mean, they were so stuck in the striking rhythm. Level change to a yeah, snatch single head outside. And uh, yeah, basically just, <laughs> you could call it running the pipe, but um, basically just uses his head to, as a lever on the hip and pulls the leg up. And when your hip is being pushed down to the ground like that, it's really hard not for your butt to go to the ground because you can't really resist your hip movement, especially when the leg is being pulled up. So there's another element of height on that. So it's the way the body works is you're going to go down. Um, but yeah, and then really nice recovering uh, the hips there from Pitbull. And Curran's got a great guillotine, so I understand his instinct to do that, but he's not going to submit <laughs> Patricio Pitbull. So we're in the fifth round here, and, and Pitbull's on top. And I think Curran probably doesn't have an argument to win at this point. I mean, you could... <laughs> You, you could talk a lot about those first three rounds, honestly, but I'm, I'm pretty sure Pitbull won the fourth. And, um, oh, wow, no way. <laughs> he had a hip bump sweep on, on Pitbull. So I think the first thing to note is that he uh, used those, like, inside hooks from his guard to uh, extend the legs um, and then weaken Pitbull's base. So Pitbull's going to be climbing back up, trying to get his hips closer to Curran's hips and bring his knees up. Um, he's got that guillotine grip, which is keeping his head in place. He's allowing him to control his upper body and Pitbull's still gripping the hips. there, still with that body lock. So Curran has his, uh, his right hand free. So he's going to, as, as Pitbull sits in and is pressuring forward, he's going to use that right arm to post. Um, you could go like Kimura, you could go a few things here. Uh, basically he's just going to push off on that right arm and, uh, punch, uh, essentially, with the left arm to, you know, twist his uh, upper body towards that direction. And uh, he's got the, the legs free here. Um, so he can essentially just, you know, push off and hip over to his right. Yeah, so he's going to use that Kimura grip. He's going to trap that arm uh, there. And Pipple's trying to control. He's going to go over with him. But yeah, and in the way that the legs were situated, he's actually able to uh, kick that out, kick out that supporting leg on that side as well, the current, and to mount. Uh, it's pretty amazing and really good shrimping and escaping there from current and from Pitbull. Amazing hips. Oh, and he he hits an overhook uh, throw counter there. He gets through standing. He puts a hook in. There's a little Uchimata attempt from oh my god from Pitbull, and they both end up getting on their feet. What a scramble! That was awesome. Um, and Pitbull's like a decently high level black belt, <laughs> so current being able to scramble with him and sweep him and mount him uh, is pretty amazing. He, he he must be very strong. I'm sure he is. And he was he was a decently sized 55er. Um, went pretty well with Eddie Alvarez. It was a great fight. All jabbed off that that hook there. Um, planted him a little bit. The best time to go after someone striking is right after you wrestled and scrambled because they're gonna feel a little bit lazy. Oh, really nice body combination there. And comes back up with his jab. Curran's coming on here. He's gonna win this round, I think. Yeah, Pitbull's strikes are a lot slower now. A lot less pop on them. But uh, Curran is also tired and is not moving his head very well on the back foot. Uh, but nice, nice shot placement there from Curran. 
he's a five round fighter, man. He, he's, he's good for, for the duration, but he's not a slow starter either. Uh, nice knee up the middle from Curran. They're exchanging so well here. Um, but I think Pip, uh, Curran's better at these exchanges. Sorry, it's toasty again. She's been hearing things outside a lot today. I'm disrupting her. Nothing I can do about it. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice rear hand lead from Pitbull. Exchange jabs there. Tosi loves this fight. Yeah, current ending every combination with this jab, which was getting him in trouble before, but now Pitbull's a little more stationary, and it's working very well. There's another step in knee. And some of these step in knees, he's converting to kicks if, uh, if Pitbull backs up, which is nice. So he's basically just jabbing the hands and then finding the head. Oh, nice. <laughs> Level change uppercut back into the jabs. Yeah. Curran's touching him up. He takes that one on the elbow. Is Curran. Nice defense. There's another level change uppercut and hooks off of it. Nice lever punching. Jabs as Pitbull looks to step back in. Underhook. Punch off the underhook. It's great stuff. He's very fluid. Yeah, I think he transitions so much better than Pitbull um, that he can come in and out of these phases and end combinations well. <clears throat> I think Pitbull's probably a better starter, but current uh stay stronger throughout his combinations and wow really nice combination from pitbull this is cheater cheater power uh he's getting outstruck the whole round he gets one clean combination through and, and current's rocked oh man that's a cheat code <laughs> through a really hard long combination around the arms and just one had to get through um stumbled current the current's right back to it and now now pitbull is uh kind of low kicking the jabs there's a nice uh, cross counter there too. Really rocked him with that overhand, but Kern's ate it. Um, wow. Current back to jabbing him up, and there's a slip hook. Gets out of range of that counter. There's another step in kick. And Curran pushes off there. Nice. Straight push is a great technique, especially if you're trying to create distance, keep space. Yeah. Curran moving off his jab while weaving into his right hook. I like that. Oh. Gets caught there. Didn't know his range well enough. Steps in with that hook again. Last 30 seconds. It's going to be wild. This is those counters again from Pitbull. Level change uppercut. Intercepting elbow attempt. Nice post by Curran. Nice sit in the corner by Curran. Great hips. Look at that scramble. Pushes off from the head. Nice. Nice. Good takedown defense from Curran. He can wrestle, man. Uh, and these cross counters by Pitbull. He's so good at that. This bicycle knee from Curran gets out of the way of the counters. Oh, eats that one. Oh, wow. Pitbull's crazy, man. The way he fights, you would not expect him to have that kind of cardio. He, he is a crazy athlete. Basically, every single round, Curran was working him and, and finding really smart, impressive ways to deal with his defense and his offense and, and, work, and you know score and get close to winning the rounds. And then just Pipple puts together one really good combination, <laughs> you know, just pushes through the defense, pushes through the guard, lands something strong, rocks current, wins the round. Um, I think that's basically the story of the fight. That's nuts. Uh, that was an amazing fight. And yeah, it was really good. <laughs> My rating system, I, I rate out of 100. And um 100 being the best fighter who's ever fought. Uh, there's probably no 100s because people that are 100s don't lose typically. Um, so if you have a 100 level performance, you probably won. So you're not going to show up on anyone's record. Um, 
but yeah, there's, there's a bunch of high A level performances. I think that was an A level performance. Honestly, I, I have always rated Curran, you know, mid eighties as a default, just cause I know how good he is. But for that fight, I really think that was an A level performance, like a 90, 91. It was, it was really good. Um, and Pitbull is amazing <laughs> to have dealt with that. So I'm going to pause for now, stop this recording, and then I'll be back for the second fight for this episode. And I'm back. Um, that was scary. So I let the first half process, got to look at it. It did work. Obviously, if you're watching, you already know that. But just uh, it was very stressful for me. It just wasn't showing what it ended up looking like on my screen. So I was very worried that it wasn't working. But yeah, that fight was great. Very happy about it. I'll probably watch it again sometime soon, honestly, just because it was that good. Um, <clears throat> the tricky thing with evaluating uh, Patricio Pitbull's opposition is that he's fought them multiple times and he's lost a couple of them. And he has a loss to Pat Curran. He has a loss to Daniel Strauss. Um, so Daniel Strauss, he's fought three times. Um, am I going to watch three Daniel Strauss fights right now to get a good idea of him? No, I'm not. I'm going to watch the one that Pitbull won because that's the one that goes on his resume. But if you really want to get a good idea of how good Daniel Strauss is, it's probably better to watch their second fight. Their fourth, they fought four times. They fought in 2011. Pitbull beat him then. Um, then they fought in 2015, and Pitbull beat him then. Then they fought in 2015 again, and Strauss won that one. And then they fought again 2017, and Pitbull won that one. So he's three and one against him. But his best performance can be the one he won, right? So. A 2015 loss to Daniel Strauss is probably the most impressive. I have seen that. Um, so hopefully I'll be able to pick up on some things that he's doing in this fight. And I can say, hey, look at that. Um, that's what he does. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be great. Uh, so we're going to watch uh, Bellator 132 uh, versus Daniel Strauss. Uh, Strauss had a weird career. Obviously, there was legal issues and probably mental issues as well. He had a really good run uh, from like 2010 <laughs> to 2014 or 15 where he beat Pitbull, he beat Curran, he beat Marlon Sandro. Um, even in his early run, like Nazareno Maligari is very good. Um, yeah, he, he, he had a really strong run and then he started looking less, less good, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Um, he does have a wrestling background. He was a really good high school wrestler. Um, placed high at a, a national level tournament in high school and in Ohio, uh, place in States. I don't think he wrestled in college, but he would have been good. I think, um, if college was for him. <laughs> so yeah, we're going to watch that 2015 Bellator 132 versus Daniel Strauss. Um, yeah, I haven't seen this one in a very long time either, uh, similar to the current fight. So I'm eager to see what happens here. Um, going to be a lot more wrestling i suspect and maybe a little slower pace maybe less enjoyable than the last fight you watched but i guess we'll see i guess we'll see what happens okay so let me just wait for this to get ready all right we're gonna start in one second <laughs> it's making me nervous all over again right <clears throat> and this time it's different oh you know what's different is um I downloaded the, the file wasn't done processing yet for the first one so I downloaded it and I watched the file on my computer. This one it is in browser off drive, so that's helpful. <clears throat> All right, let's go. And again, not the best quality, but pretty good.
And this one is not in Russian, unfortunately. Nice heavy kick on the guard as uh, Strauss pressures. So we're going to be looking at a lot more at pressure tactics here. Pressure and wrestling is a different type of evaluation than last time, which is nice. Don't want to get too repetitive <laughs> with the outfighting tactics. Strauss is uh, longer than Pitbull, though, and Pitbull tearing up his legs on the outside there. Nice uh, one head, two body, and a low kick from Strauss. His shorts are too big. Uh, turns away from that uh, overhand a little bit. Doesn't take it super clean. And uh, some good work in the clinch there. Gets a knee through, pushes him off well. The Strauss. Strauss just walking him down, closing distance with his feet. Fainting a little bit. Putting his jab out there. And again, he's not he's not a great striker in this fight. Um, it's a cross counter there from Pitbull. He ends up looking like a very good striker <laughs> at times. Oh, nice. Gets that he got length on those one twos. That's what he, that's something he uses very well in, in their next fight that he wins. Oh, nice. Uh evades uh linearly and then dips under the uh the rest of the combination. So not super technical defense from Strauss, but he's accomplishing his goals of not getting hit. <laughs> And his offense is pretty dangerous, and uh, his attributes really contribute to that a lot. He's very aggressive. So there's that long one-two again. Pitbull stays behind it. Now there's a little pull counter there from Strauss, you might call it. So he's striking competently with, uh, with Pitbull, which is definitely impressive. And he's throwing straight down the middle. So earlier in the round, he, uh, he threw that really hard round kick to the, to the arms. That'll bring the guard up to the outside. And you throw that high. Now he's throwing that kick low. Oh, nice. Is that there's that jab uh, slip off to the side hook that uh, that Kern was doing, except it's from Southpaw now. And he's just swinging with Pitbull in the pocket. He goes body, double body there into the clinch. Now he's, yeah, you can feel his weight and his strength. He's got that underhook. Oh, nice. Pulling him in into that knee. Now he goes overhook to lock up that hand, to keep him planted. That's uh, something similar that Usman does sometimes. And he goes, uh, you might call it thigh pride, you might call it like a Metzger position keeping his base planted. It's like a lever. And you can knee the legs there, keep the leg where he wants it and knee it. And a nice turn off there with the underhook from, from Pitbull. Strauss takes center again. Misses there on that big swing. I might go find their most recent fight after this, just to see if Strauss is like not there at all, or if uh, it was just adjustments again from Pitbull after three meetings previously. Oh, nice, <laughs> nice entry there from Pitbull. Yeah, it's a much more uh, stressful fight for him, I think, because he has someone that wants to wrestle him and pressure him, and he's not doesn't get to take his time as much. There's an eye poke that breaks things up. Pitbull's eyes wide open, though. I think he's going to be ready to start again soon. Not even blinking. <laughs> that was a headbutt okay no oh yeah there's a headbutt <laughs> oh nice heavy kick to the inside of the leg there from Pitbull yeah Strauss going really heavy with the round kicks on the outside that's good for him because he's trying to yeah see keep that guard high and throw straight through and just swinging on him, just walking him down, really imposing his size and his, uh, his physicality. That's good leverage so far. Oh, nice. Catches the underhooks there on Pitbull's entry, throws him off. 
yeah, so Strauss very different physically than Curran, although still both are very <laughs> good physical competitors, um, great attributes in different senses. Um, but you know, in order for Strauss to leverage his, he needs to really bully in, in those situations. You know, he's not gonna be better technically. He's got to throw hard a lot and move forward and enforce Pitbull to react and um you know leverage his attributes really a nice a knee tab attempt there, but uh, good footwork by Pitbull to get off the cage there. Now he's getting knees through. Now he's elbow off the collar tie. Nice combination and a hard counter there by Strauss. Backs him off. Strauss clearly has a lot of power. <laughs> Jimmy Smith just had a little slip up and he, uh, that's what happened when Pitbull gets hard and he noticed it. <laughs> A nice 3-2, a uh, close distance there from Strauss. Oh, a nice body kick. Might have gone a little low. Come on, man. 10 seconds left in the rounds. Yeah, we're skipping. We're skipping ahead. So, I mean, good, good performance by Strauss so far. He's really selling out in situations where he knows he can have success. Um, it's not really all you can ask for. He has not been able to wrestle very effectively. Um, hasn't been able to hold him on the cage for long periods of time either. Um, he's having a lot of success on the feet, honestly, just uh, bull rushing when he has his, his opportunities, but his work on the outside is good enough that he's not getting, you know, countered a ton. And <laughs> uh, I think because he doesn't really want to have these longer boxing exchanges, it's different than the current fight, current fight where he can throw like a long one, two on the side. That's all it is. You know, it's a long one, two. So, uh, less predictable. He's throwing hard. He wants to hit you hard. It's not much of a setup. So uh, more danger in selecting your counters. But over time, it's going to be easier to predict and, and get the read on. So it's paying off now. But it's something that might not age very well, if that makes sense. Whereas with Curran, there was always a degree of variance on it, always a degree of care taken into the combinations. And that's why he was able to endure over that uh, five-round fight and not get figured out. Really, neither of them got figured out. They both figured each other out in a way, and, but they both kept adapting and were savvy enough to, to make changes. I'm um, still very much thinking about that fight. <laughs> Strauss doing well here, and it's an open stance matchup, so the rear hand becomes more of a factor and the rear leg becomes more of a factor for both of them. And really <laughs> nice reactions there at a kick and, and step back and avoid Pipple's uh, counter kick. A little 1-3 action there from Strauss. He, he knows what to do on the feet. I wouldn't call him a good striker, but he knows enough is making it work, and he's executing on good ideas. So I just don't know how adaptable he's going to be. A level change into a left hook, a rear hand, and then kicks off that. Yeah, that's probably that's my premonition right now is, oh, nice uh, counter combination off the, uh, the kick and kick slow again. And listen, if there's not a point deduction, it's a good strategy to kick him in the balls. Cheating is good. I mean, these are messy exchanges. I think uh, Strauss's kicking form is probably what's having them go low because they're diagonal. <laughs> Not round kicking in a traditional way. Also, he's throwing knees and turning the knees into kicks. Yeah. Like what about a front kick or a knee? I'm not sure if he knew what he wanted it to be. I think, you know, a knee turned into a front kick because he was stepping back, but that's a dangerous thing. A nice level change from Pitbull, but good uh, 
turning the knee out and pulling him up and disengaging from Strauss. All good uh, intercepting uppercut there from Strauss to get some of the clinch. Has a hit off the break there. Oh, nice slip and in, in return. They both evade there, but there's some straight kicking from Strauss. Now I think he kind of has the read on wanting to do that now that he, he did it and landed low. Yeah, that would be a good long weapon for him. Not as easy to counter. And he uh, he ate a pretty, pretty clean counter uh, earlier from Pitbull and wore it well. Um, very good chin, very durable, very sturdy. I think he eye poked him there, but walking him down. Oh, he kicked him again, kicked him low again. Yeah, they're going to deduct a point. <laughs> and Pitbull's very angry. <laughs> Big John's real mad at him. Strauss says it's not intentional. And Big John said, but you're doing it. Well, that one's an eye poke. Not a low kick. Yeah. You you can't hold your fingers outstretched like that. Um, that was a nice combination there in the replay. Went high low with the hooks. Yeah. Palming someone when they come in makes sense. But you really got to like come here because if you're doing that with big gloves in practice, you won't notice that you have your fingers out. It's not going to matter in this case. Yeah, he has taken a point. Um, that's a confusing thing to do because <laughs> he low, he kicked him low like four times, sure. But I think that was the first eye poke. So you deduct for the eye poke. It's uh, what Jason Herzog did in uh, Figueroa Moreno. Oh, a nice counter there from Pitbull. Um, yeah, Jason Herzog did that, so I guess it makes sense. Maybe that's just the interpretation. Like you can only foul so many times. You don't get a fresh, a clean slate if it's a different foul. Oh, nice counter there from Strauss. Backed up, avoided, and hit that rear hand shot. A nice level change in the single. Uh, good footwork there, but good hips from Strauss. And he <laughs> he uh, fell onto his butt, but Pitbull wasn't fast enough recovering. Gets recovered his base. Now they're in front headlock. Pitbull trying to hit the go behind. He also has a good guillotine he could go to. He's got the grip outside the arm. Strauss just kind of grabbing outside the leg to prevent him from circling around, but Pitbull could uh, switch his grips and go to the other side. I'll have to do something about that other arm of Strauss, though, because, yeah, he can do that on the same side. So now Pitbull going underhooks. He's using it as a control position. He's not super concerned with hitting the go-behind. He's going to react to what Strauss does. Yeah, stay heavy chest, chest on his back. Keep those hips back. Sink your weight down. Nice transition in the body lock off the underhook there. And a lat drop, lat drop counter from Strauss. Very nice. See an extended wrestling situation. Strauss is going to have more, more depth just because so, he's an experienced wrestler. Oh, and he's bigger and stronger. And he's going to pick him up off that body lock, put him on his head there, uh, almost into like a headlock position finish. And uh, Nice, nice hips, nice recovery by Pitbull. He stayed high in that situation, kept tight, kept his post so he could turn in. Um, and yeah, it's good scrambling the uh, fundamentals. And there he tries to hit the go behind, and Strauss recovers and catches him. And you have really long arms like that. You can win those situations a lot, even if you aren't doing a great job. So now he's got to leverage his physicality a little bit more. He's got that the heavy underhook across the back. You need the legs there. Just push him with the shoulder. Just bury his head. Just try to clamp on tight. 
Oh, wow. Shucks him off. Puts him on his butt. It's Pitbull. See if he needs the body here. Okay, wide open. Just got to keep hammering there. Yeah, now Strauss is leaning forward. It's a little harder. <clears throat> yeah, Strauss is uh, falling apart a little bit, I'd say. There's that knee as he tries to stand up and his little knee tap. Put him back against the cage. Oh, another knee up the middle. Another knee up the middle. Yeah, Strauss is not super savvy in a lot of these positions. Um, I don't know <laughs> what he thinks he's doing. Um, but he just stood up into a double leg, having one of his legs bent behind him and goes outside trip finish and took him down anyway. That's ridiculous um, that he's able to do that. So <laughs> his attributes definitely take him a long way. Um, his long arms definitely take him a long way. Um, his experience as a wrestler, I think, makes those things easier too, physically. But he's losing this fight. Um, he's fouled 100 times and <laughs> got a point deducted. So obviously, that's not smart. And, uh, yeah, he's getting counted a bit more in the feet. Like I said, I, I thought uh, he would become predictable. And it's definitely a lot different than the current fight. But you can see, like, just being a big, strong wrestler who can be dangerous and go with you on the feet and has some good ideas uh, and hopefully has good conditioning. That's tough. Like, you can see why he beat Curran, too. It's a tough matchup for these guys. It's a tough matchup for basically anyone who isn't a better wrestler than him, which it's not really the division for that. But then if he fought someone like Bubba Jenkins, or like Lance Palmer, um, he'd probably beat them because uh, they'd have a hard time wrestling with them, and he's probably a better striker than, than them at this time. I think these days uh, Bubba Jenkins is turning into the best striker of the bunch, though. Just needs the conditioning to back it up. It's around three now. Strauss uh, reining it in a little bit. He got kind of crazy in that round. Now he's jab hooking, round kicking, getting those hands up, feeding his attacks into each other. Yeah, uh, Jamie Smith gave round one to Strauss, and then he gave round two a 10-8 for Pitbull because of the point deduction. Where the outside jab from Strauss. Mm. Yeah, left hook entry opens up that rear hand and he kicks off the break. There's a front kick up the middle to the body. Strauss. Yeah, I just gotta say, Strauss fights. He looks way better in their next fight. Um, but yeah, Pitbull doesn't win it. So <laughs> irrelevant. Nice, nice rear hand entry uh, from Pitbull and weaves out away from the counter attempt. Whew. And good by, by Strauss kicking kicking high uh, off the exit while, while Pitbull's weaving. You know, got to keep his hands up there. Nice in and out with the jab from Strauss, too. He's got a pretty good read on the range, which obviously is easier when you're huge. <laughs> it's bigger than Curran, too. Uh, just the lean back. You can do that when you're. You have that much for reach advantage. But yeah, making Pitbull miss a lot more than we're used to. But Pitbull is pretty good at extending situations like that and continuing to press forward pretty reliably and safely um, and get through the guard. Well, I poke there, I think. Got to keep the fingers in. 
but you can see Strauss like putting his hands into fists like <laughs> in his guard. Um, try to avoid that, and he punches that one straight through. There's a little uh, lead leg fake there before he threw that rear leg. That was that's pretty crafty. Body jab. He's he's giving Pitbull issues striking on the outside with him though. Uh, his leg buckled there though off that lead, like low kick to the outside. But yeah, when you can throw straights like that, that that straight counter off your low kick is always there. So Pitbull doesn't want to hammer it. Nice three two lands from Strauss. Yeah, his length has really given Pitbull problems. He can find him at the end of these shots. And when Pipple is doing a lot of weaving, um, he, f he feels the danger because of the way Strauss is ending his combinations with kicks. So not as much depth as a striker as Pat Curran, but just the, the problems he's presenting are really limiting Pipple a lot more than, than you saw in that fight. Good straight kicking up the middle by Strauss. So I think Strauss understands why he's a difficult matchup too. So he's, he's sticking to those things now that he's uh, collected himself a bit more. I mean, that's adaptability, right? If you have a terrible round, you come back and you fight better the next round. Get back to the basics. Just jab, round kick high. Giving him issues. And arm kicking is great. Oh, that was a beautiful combination. Let's look at that again. Oh, it didn't end well. <laughs> So Strauss goes uh, lead hook high to bring the guard up straight straight and another hook to the body then comes back up and a level change uppercut. We're just going to straighten him up and bring the arms up again. And then you end that with the double leg, which makes sense. And uh, he's uh, he's shooting off his left leg and he's trying to turn the corner towards the cage, but uh, he's going, yeah, he's going knees as Pipple circling out. That's Pipple's big thing defensively wrestling is whenever anyone tries anything from space, uh, against him near the cage he starts to hit that angle right away and he gets that wizard which really helps too um and yeah, he's gonna hip over here wow frank chimizo stuff uh, <laughs> off the wizard just uh, knew, knew he was on his knees base was weaker and just and hit that at the right time now he gets his hips out um back to front headlock Yeah, he's got that leg. Nice. Nice. He's got that leg. Ben's going to put him over on his back there. Sitting back for a leg lock and ends the situation. Really good stuff from Pitbull. His game is really deep. He can do a lot of different stuff. Um, he's at a high level in basically everything he does. He's Bellator's most impressive fighter by far. Oh, nice. Exchanging straights there. Pitbull gets his through. He's a great round winner too. Like he knows how much time and you know, he, he can give up essentially uh, and still come back and make a good effort. He's a five round fighter and he, he would be a three round fighter too because he could fight at a faster pace, but it's very impressive. And, you know, given that he isn't dealing super well with like length and size, that he went up to lightweight is <laughs> pretty insane. Of course, he fought one of the shortest lightweights they had in Chandler, but. Still, I'd be, I'd be interested to see if he fights more lightweights. And there, a simpler tactic, just wild hooking to the head, sets up a better double leg entry, but it was the end of the round. Um, I don't think Pitbull was as concerned about it. But Strauss is making adjustments. Strauss is trying different things. He's just not the level of fighter, but his physicality is making it 
a tougher fight than it would be with his skills alone for sure. So three rounds in, I mean, he's given Pitbull issues. I think that alone qualifies him for, you know, at least 80, but we'll see. We'll see how this ends up ending because this does end. Um, and, you know, if you uh, do something colossally stupid or really, really get away from your win condition or, or, you know, give up even, then that's definitely points off. So we'll see what ends up happening here. Because I don't really remember. I remember it being weird. Um, it's a 3-2 from Strauss. There's another 3-2 from Strauss. Lands really clean there. I think they're just showing the same one three times, but it was nice. There's that combination that he gets reversed on. Yeah, look at this. He circles out, and then he, as soon as Strauss is on his knees, he, he turns in and hips over. Oop. Very nice stuff. Yeah, I think it was round four. Yep. Strauss going to jab on the outside. Get back to that kicking game. Oh, nice, 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 nice. Same, same entry essentially before jab high, get the guard up, go body, then come back up or, or shoot off that. Oh, nice reactive. Uh, gets that body lock through while, while Strauss is just holding a, a loose double collar tie there. From this angle, Pitbull looks bigger than him, which is pretty funny. Strauss's posture is kind of broken. Doesn't look strong in this position. Probably doesn't end up with his back on the cage very often in practice. Yeah, keeping that underhook high, inside bicep tie, punching off the break. Because for Pitbull, he can disengage his position whenever he wants and hit off the break. Oh, nice, nice. Uh, Strauss wasn't going to just let him hit him. Um, but yeah, it's easier to be the guy wrestling against the cage. We don't really need to be there, and you're fine with disengaging, and you would like to disengage versus Strauss, who's trying to lock that position down. He tries a pull counter there, and uh, Strauss uses it as a clinch entry. Oh, nice elbow off the break from Strauss. And lever punches, hits that same side. Now he's pulling up the guard, kicking straight. Good to see him hit straight. Now that he's got the arms engaged on kick defense. Got to work those things together. Maybe even show the rear leg faint and then punch straight through. There's jab, <laughs> jab, big body shot off that. Oh, drops him with the 1-1-2. One, one, hmm. Transitions in the double collar tie. That was good, but then he went into it shoot another double which he's had a, not a lot of success with um when he heard him i think he should have swarmed in there uh kept hitting maybe a strategic blunder i mean that was the best chance he's had to win the fight so far <laughs> but in the rematch he does definitely pick up on that dynamic and he, he plays he focuses more on striking i believe um the rematch the rematch of this fight <laughs> he fought four times yeah, see there, Pitbull pummeling inside because that's going to give him the best chance to hit. And it's not good for control necessarily. Oh, shoe shiner from Pitbull. Hits the body there. Pitbull, oh, a nice body kick through after he gets the guard up from Strauss. Just good basic kickboxing from Strauss, honestly, a lot of the time. On oh, lead leg kicking to the body. It's nice. As Pitbull changed stances to the open side, there's a little pull counter there from Pitbull. But, I mean, he's getting... Ooh. And I think that is a knee to the body. 
or as a low low blow. Hmm. Guess we'll have to see. Goes body or groin. They, the fight does end in this round, so if they come back and then Strauss loses, you can be like, okay, it was the groin shot. Oh my god, Toasty. Kidding me, dude? It's not been a good day for her for this. She's been bad today. It's so loud. Like You might not be able to hear how loud it is, but it's like, hurt. it hurts when she just erupts into sounding the alarm like that. Toasty, buddy, stop. She listened. Hey. Good girl. Yeah, I think I need one more, one more replay. Let's take a look at this. Yeah, no, that was definitely a low shot. <laughs> So is Strauss going to continue? So Strauss is going to continue. And let's see if he looks weird. Looks normal so far. Kicking straight. Moving him with his jab, round kicking. Well, basically everything he was doing before. In and out. In certain combinations. Looking for his body. Jumping the attempt from Pitbull, counter attempt from Strauss. Yeah, I'm curious what happens here. <laughs> a nice hand fight from Pitbull. Brings out the rear hand shot, and he actually gets hit by it, which kind of defeats the purpose. Transitions to the double collar tie. Nice knee at the middle. Might have eaten that hook on the, on the retreat, though. Nice slip and counter there from Strauss, too. Kick straight to the body. No, he looks good. Just on the back foot more than he'd like to be because Pitbull's getting more aggressive. Oh, nice single. Transitions to the double. Collects the legs. Pulls him out. Oh, lift and finish. Very nice from Pitbull. And I think Strauss just got lazy on his defense there and his bottom game just not that good. <laughs> because you can chalk it up too. Pitbull is bleeding all over his back. Strauss's arm is trapped there. Elbow is butt. Okay. Elbowing his spine, that's not legal. Can't hit the middle of the back. Punch the side of the back. Yeah, Strauss going Kimura. You wonder if Pitbull wants to hit that counter <laughs> against that, but he's got that one leg under the body. Now he's got room. He could he could spin around here and attack that. We saw that recently with Gamrot and Stevens, but he's just going to take the back. Yeah, he's working his way around, and he's got the choke in already. He had the choke in right away. Yep, connects the fingers. He's pulling the fingers on that. Yeah, I think it was just good pressure from Pitbull, good single to double. Uh, he, he felt that Strauss was not so good at defensively by getting lazy uh, on bottom and uh, as a wrestler. So it was good stuff. All right, really quick. I would, oh, my rating. Hmm. Well, yeah, I initially had that as like a mid to high 70s. I'm willing to go. Um, a little higher <laughs> for that. Um, so was that, that was the 2015 Strauss fight. I'm willing to go like 81. I think he's, yeah, maybe a little higher than that. Like I'll go 80, 83. I think that was a pretty good performance out of Strauss. He just uh, had some holes in Pitbull is someone that can deal with anything really. Um, 
that's why he's so good. <laughs> that's why he's an all-time great. Um, but yeah, this is really uh, elevating Pitbull's standings. Daniel Strauss. Strauss. Yeah, but like low, low 80s. Um, it's probably where I'd put him for that. But I mean, he's good. I have him at 28 right now all the time. That, that could change. Um, but he, he's very solid. Um, I think I move him above Peter Yan actually, just based looking at what I have for each of them right now. And then I have a Daniel Cormier next. I think he's better than that. Better resume than that. John Jones, definitely better resume than that. Sun so it's comparable, but I think better. Um, and I have Nate Diaz. I think Nate Diaz's resume is kind of thin. He's going up pretty high. He's going up pretty high. I will, I'm going to put him at number 20 right now, number 21 rather, um, right outside the top 20. But no, I'm going to keep going. I think he's a top 20 fighter of all time. Just looking at what I have here, I think he's, a, I think he's really good. Um, I mean, not that many people have A-level wins like that. Man, Robert Whitaker is the tough one to pass because he has two really good wins over UL Romero, but I'm going to put him in the top 20 for now. Um, that's awesome. So let's uh, try to find the rematch, the, not the rematch, the fourth fight. Um, take a look at that between him and Strauss. So Bellator 178. Daniel Strauss, Bellator 178. I'm looking for it right now. They have the full thing on YouTube. Perfect. Perfect, perfect. Yeah, let's watch it. Why not? It's already a long episode. Here we go. It's on YouTube. We're watching it. <laughs> These guys got to be sick of fighting each other. <laughs> oh, nice straight through by, by Pitbull. A much wider stance, more explosive entries than we saw in some of his previous fights. This is more uh, karate stance pitbull. We didn't see that as much in previous fights that we've watched. And it's only like a three-year difference, two-year difference from the last one. Nice uh, low kicking there for Strauss. I liked Strauss's shorts and hair a lot better than his past look. Strauss being pretty patient here, throwing all less than we saw last time. I think he feels more confident in what he can do, maybe. Maybe that's why. Maybe you're just going to be bad. I don't know. <laughs> There's that straight kick up the middle, just like last time. We were definitely missing some information here, having not just watched the fight before this one. Watched two, and now we're watching four. And three is the one that Strauss won, so we have no idea what kind of reads we're developing. During that one, my memory's not that good, so... Could be some stuff that would be considered here that I'm not finding. But yeah, really nice rear hand leads from Pitbull. And kicking out that leg when he returns into his stance. Very nice. Good timing. Yeah, and as you age, you should be shifting your style to being a little safer, limiting exchanges more. And I think that's what Pitbull's doing here. I think he's being more evasive. Doesn't want to have all these high-level uh, back-and-forth exchanges like he had versus Curran 
or, or Strauss. He doesn't want to be there for you to initiate on, even though he's so good at countering. I uh, see there getting out of the way, Strauss chasing him and just uh, his footwork is great. Again, he is, he is so good. <laughs> I don't know how good he is at present, but at this point, he's still very good. And AJ McKee is, is the fight that's coming up. I think AJ McKee can pose him problems that the two long guys that we watched here, Curran and Strauss did, with, you know, jabbing his guard up, kicking, kicking around, punching through his guard after hooking high, uh, you know, transitioning those tactics into body hitting and, and level changes to takedowns along the cage. Um, and McKee's a better grappler than I would say. Definitely a better grappler than Strauss, but I don't know if he's a better grappler than Curran was at that time, but perhaps. Um, so it's interesting. So there's that body shot entry into the uh, clinch and trying to go inside trip, finish on that body lock. <laughs> Pitbull gets his hips back. He's so compact, man. Gets his hips back and pummels a little bit. Now he's safe again. Strauss still has that body lock, but it's just good footwork avoiding that. He's a good wrestler, man. Can scramble really well. Can knows his positions, knows where he's safe. Is that five pry? Oh, nice. Turns him with the underhook. Oh, nice knee up onto the arm. Nice body lock there through over the arms, a double over body lock. And now Strauss has the over under body lock. Let's see if he tries to go outside trip on this. More available from the over-under. Almost a Metzger there from Pitbull. Almost catches that leg. Or knees to the middle. There's the inside trip. But yeah, too far away. And the cage is, is there behind you. You need a little more space to inside trip like that if you're going to go straight. But you can also uh, turn, turn someone with an inside trip. Nice elbow over the top there. I mean, honestly, this is almost a better pursuit of the win condition from Strauss theoretically that he's wrestling and clinching more, but he's not winning here. So that makes it not good. <laughs> he needs to do something different. Um, just trading body locks. I, I disagree breaking them up when they both have a body lock. That's the most offensive position they've had mutually thus far. See what happens. There's only 30 seconds left. Come on. Ben Mergliata hates wrestling. Confirmed. It wasn't that interesting, but it's philosophically, I disagree. Yeah, Strauss much less active, much less volume than we saw before. A nice round kick to the body there from Pitbull. Only 10 seconds left. Yeah, not a lot of information to get from Strauss yet. But he's kicking high. He's, he's doing the same stuff that he did in the last fight. He's just doing a lot less of it. The, the volume is... Uh, Um, apparently in the corner, Strauss told his coaches that his left hand is broken. So that would definitely affect things. Make him less good. <laughs> so he's throwing it. Um, and then they're clinching again and uh, tries to fall into that double. That was not a good attempt. Now he's on his knees. Pipple's going to hip in. Yeah. Push him back. And probably just kind of finish it here, honestly. <laughs> he's got the head. Outside trip off the gate team. That's nice. 
Ericlea Mitsutori did that well. Oh, yeah, pulls guard on that arm, and Guillotine has it tight. Yeah, Strauss is kind of done after after that first round. Um, that was what he what he had in him to do, and it didn't work. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, definitely less entertaining than the current fight, and I don't know if I want to rate that win. It wouldn't really help him much. At this point, what's going to elevate Patricio Pitbull's ranking uh, all-time is more high-quality wins. Um, that's probably not super high quality, um, even if it is minimal quality. So it's not really worth me trying to deliberate <laughs> over if it counts or not. Um, but yeah, I have uh, I have Patricio Pitbull at number uh, 18 right now. And if I watch the rest of his career, I'll probably find more and I can elevate other wins. But um, yeah, I think I think he's an all time great. Honestly, he's had a really good career. He's 32 and four. Um, he's avenged two of those losses. One of them is uh, an injury against Benson Henderson, and one of them is a robbery against Joe Warren. So really, he has two losses, and he's avenged both of them. Um, and one was a split decision. So <laughs> uh, he's had an amazing career. I really hope he does beat AJ McKee, who I don't mind at all, uh, but I do hope he wins because that would be another good name on his resume, and I hope he retires undefeated and really is, is Bellator's guy. Um, he is the highest-rated fighter on my list. Um who's had their entire career in Bellator and uh, Eddie Alvarez is higher than him right now, but Eddie Alvarez had a UFC and dream career, which definitely bolster his resume pretty heavily. Um, but yeah, that's this episode. Apologies for all the <laughs> uncertainty during the first fight uh, with my setup and for any stupid faces I made during that fight. Cause I couldn't see my face. So it was probably like worse than usual. Um, but yeah, that's it. So just two fights with this resume review, but they were good fights. I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope you watch uh, Pitbull fight this weekend. All right, see ya.